your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Inside the cards. Inside corner, and he struck him out. That's strikeout number 1,000 at Bush Stadium for Adam Wainwright. It's Redbirds pitcher Adam Wainwright on 101 ESPN. Third time through the lineup, he strikes out seven, and he strikes out the side in the seventh inning. Presented by Chick-fil-A. Earn points on your next mobile order with the Chick-fil-A app. Champion Kerry Davis. I'm Randy Carrick, and we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and World Champion, National League Champion, and again, National League Central Division Champion. Adam Wainwright joins us on 101 ESPN. Good morning, sir. Congratulations. How you doing? Morning, guys. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm, uh, I'm waking up because I love y'all. <laughs> And then I'm going back to bed because we stayed up pretty late last night. I, I love, I love, love, love to hear this. Okay, so how late? Mm, I'm not real sure, but it was, uh, you know, <laughs> the guys the guys who were playing, not as late, but the ones of us who are, who are once every weekers or so, you know, we, we went up a little bit later. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations again, uh, Wayno. And, and I have a question for you. I know you're a big fantasy football guy. And, and how would you feel if you lost by point one two points to a gentleman who auto-drafted the entire draft minus one inning, I mean one, one round, because he was actually uh, – drafted during an inning and then did not set his lineup at all, had no clue that he won, and that person would be uh, one Brad Thompson. He beat me by .12 points and had no clue who is on his team, nor if he even had – he asked me, did I have my lineup full? He, he didn't know. He had no clue. Yeah, that's always hard. when You know, people who put no effort into it, you know, you end up getting clipped by them. But uh, I, my semifinal match last year, I lost 125. Point four to one twenty five point one. So I feel your pain. It's awful. I feel your pain. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to double check here, but the uh, Adam Wainwright squad beat uh, the Tua Tonga team, the uh, Tua Infinity and Beyond, by a half point this week. And we play one on one, head to head this week, Adam. Well, you know, I'm just warming up. That's what I saw you put, posted that. <laughs> yeah. So. Just warming up, and, and are you zero three now, Randy? Yeah, it's terrible. It's, it's been brutal. It's, it has been a rough. I mean, I didn't mean to rub. I didn't mean to rub that in, but no, you know, I, I did. Like I, I said, I, I'm I'm getting warmed up too. <laughs> Adam, yeah, some I, people just take a little more warming than the others. You know? That's exactly right. 
Adam, I heard you. Uh, yeah, I wasn't on with you last week, and I heard you ask a question in, in regards to the football season and how the players, uh, the teams get slow, get get started so slowly now. And and I I agree. It is mainly because of the lack of a preseason. You know, these first two or three games are really the uh, the preseason for a lot of these veterans because they don't get an opportunity to play uh, in the preseason. So this is they they are they are getting warmed up as well as our football our fantasy football teams are. That's what it seems like, and I'm glad you said that because you know it, we're kind of the same way with spring training, right? Like we nobody wants to get hurt. You want to take it, you know, make sure you're safe. But but if you don't come out of there ripping at a spring training, ready for the season, then you know you're gonna get three, four games, five games behind, and you just it's a hard thing to to catch up from sometimes. So uh, we 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 know that you know sucks if you get hurt in spring training trust me i did it i missed the whole season because of it one time but uh also know that spring training is the time that you know that's what you've got to do to be ready for the season i mean there's just no no way around it now now the thing about baseball is different than football that i understand way more about football (laughs) we got guaranteed contracts yes and many of those football players don't so it's a different world and i know they got to play play it safe because the nfl is even more harsh on a career than a than a baseball player. I know it's quick. You know, it's, I heard it stands for not for long. So you got to make sure you get paid up there. Yes, it, it it definitely does stand for not for long. And, and speaking of players getting hurt, I don't know if you saw this. The uh, the Pro Bowl has decided to actually do away with the Pro Bowl, and now they're just going to have a skills competition. What is your what is your thoughts on that? And and you know, I, obviously the players don't want to get injured, but what's your thought about just not having a Pro Bowl game at all? Man, I I would have had I would like to have had a, a day or two to collect my thoughts about this one. Um, <laughs> it's I early. Know, I apologize. I that was a thing. <laughs> but you know, I'll tell you this: uh, in baseball, we're, I, I believe we have the most competitive and best All Star game. I really do think that. It's just a it's 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 fun, you know. And and uh, besides the pitcher out there, still you know, delivering the ball like you normally would. It it seems like everyone's a lot more um laid back and in, in, in football those those they are more laid back, but you know, if you're laid back as an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman, the guy's just gonna run for twenty yards or, you know, be wide open in the end zone. It seems like it's just kind of a free for all in football and basketball, just nothing but scoring. But um but I, I don't know. I don't know what I think about that. I'm I do love to see those guys uh, and their incredible talent doing cool things. So that might be fun. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I'll, have to, I'll hold off judgments until I watch it. How about that? Hey, Adam, you've been involved in a ton of celebrations like last night. And from opening pitch till the end of the celebration, what was your favorite part of last night? Well, a couple of different things. Um, Kisner hitting the big home run to center field, uh, which we watched in, on repeat in our in our little party we had last night after the game, you know, every time it came around on the w, in the MLB channel, he he would turn the music off and and make everybody watch. You know, <laughs> he needed he needed that moment. Um, I think it was good to see because um, this has happened so many times. That you know, when when you clinch a game, sometimes it's good when your best pitcher's been on the mound, and uh, and it seemed like this year Miles was you know. It's a little hard for me to say this, but Miles was our best pitcher this year. He just was consistent and, and pitched a, a lot of really good games for us. And and uh, I felt like he deserved to be out there. You know, when we when we when we kind of iced that game, um, 
And then, you know, this, I mean, there's really a team game, wasn't it? I mean, Helsley pitched two innings to close it off, and, and he deserved to be out there when that when that last out was made. I mean, but the, the best thing, I'll tell you this, Nolan Arnato has never won a division. And I know there's a lot of young guys in there that have never won a division and never popped champagne bottles even. But when a guy's been around for 10 years and has never won a division, he's hungry for it. He's thirsting for it. And to see him and look him in the face and, and congratulate Nolan individually after the game on winning his first division, that was a special time. You know what else I liked? And as great as Albert has been, and granted, he was with the Dodgers last year, but he went to Anaheim and they hoped that he would turn around their franchise. And because of the franchise, he wasn't able to help them do that. But to see him come back here and accomplish what he said he wanted to accomplish when he came here, he said, hey, I want to come back and make the playoffs with the Cardinals again and get us back to the playoffs. And obviously, you guys all have higher aspirations than that. But... I said that to him right when the first time I saw him. I said, hey, we need to get you back in the playoffs in St. Louis. I think it's just so cool that he is back in the postseason as a member of the Cardinals. It's the coolest. It is the coolest. And he's he's a winning player. And, and, and him not being able to turn the angles around, you know, I don't care who you are. One player's not doing that. And and they had a couple of amazing players over there. Him and Mike Trout in the middle of that lineup for – 10 years and, and could never win, man, I don't know what's going on over there, but uh, it wasn't their fault. I know that. So um, as he comes back, back over here, you know, he's, he'll be honest. He'll say, you know, if, if I was here during those first couple of years when y'all made it to the NLCS, he goes, we would have won at least two more World Series. So, and I, and he's probably right. You know, he's, a, he's just a winner and he makes everybody around him better. And Miles said last night also he liked doing it in Milwaukee. They've become a rival of you guys, haven't they? And they, they won on the Bush Stadium field a couple of years ago. Uh, and I thought that was a, a cool part of it, too, is beating the Brewers to win the division title. Yeah, if you can't do it at home, it's great to have that celebratory pick right on the mound of whoever you've been grinding with all year. You know, just that team that's been battling you. And, and they've been tough on us the last couple of years. But I'll tell you what's great about being a St. Louis Cardinal. Since I've been here, you know, the first couple of years, five and six and seven, we were battling the battling the Cubs, you know, for that that top spot. We clinched in Chicago in five, and 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 then in eight and nine, we were battling the Cubs, and 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 a little bit started to be the Reds a little bit, right? And then the Reds, we battled the Reds, and it was it was the, it was always a two man fight every year that I've been here. It was the Cubs and the Cards. It was the Reds and the Cards. It was the Brewers and the Cards. Then it was the Reds and the Cards. Then it was the Pirates and the Cards. Then it was the Reds and the Cards. Then it was the Brewers and the Cards. And then it was the Cubs and the Cards. And then it was the Cubs and the Cards and the Brewers and the Cards. You know, it was just back and forth every year. But the one common denominator is always the Cards. You know, we've been in that top two every year since I've been here. And uh, hopefully that never changes. There's a great stat that Derek Gould had a couple of weeks ago as you guys approached 325. I don't know if you saw it, but it, it was about Yachty, but it applies to you as well. Since Yachty or Molina came up with the Cardinals in those 19 years, 24 games have been played by the Cardinals where they didn't have a chance to make the playoffs. And that obviously applies to you coming up uh, for the 06 season at the end of 05 and 06 as well. You played 24 games in your career where you didn't have a chance to make the playoffs or weren't in the playoffs. I know I can't stay in any one of those 24 games. 
last night uh, one of the rookies says, "How many how many uh, postseasons is this for you since you've been in the big leagues?" And I thought I counted right twelve, and that, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's twelve. That's right. We missed in we missed in seven, and we missed in eight, and we missed in ten somehow, even though we should have won, and then we missed in sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, and that's it, I believe. That's correct. Um, so they were like, wow. And then I started thinking, I was like, why is there five years where I've not made the playoffs? That pissed me right <laughs> off. Like, I can't stand that, you know? And, uh, and I know that, that, you know, that's being kind of, being kind of catty about it, but, but that's, you know, that's the tradition and that's the, they, St. Louis has made that out of me. You know, we, we, we expect to win. The fans expect us to win, but we expect us to win. And when we don't, we're like, all right, who the heck caused that to happen? Like, what happened there? You know, just a just a bad feeling. Adam Wainwright is a guy that doesn't get frustrated. And I sensed that in the media scrum on Sunday, you were a little bit because you didn't have any more explanation for the dead arm than what you had already given. But you... you you have a new audience here. So can you explain what's going on and if you are, what, what your confidence level is in heading into this last week of the season in regards to dealing with the dead arm? Yeah, I think my, I think my arm has actually turned back on. Um, but my delivery was just, there was some things that I was doing so bad, uh, especially the last two starts. Um, that uh, that are really frustrating. I mean, you know, I, I I pitched that good game against Atlanta, and then uh, and 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 our trainers have a theory on it. I'm not giving into it, but our trainers have a theory on it because I got hit by a ball in my left knee, and my left knee swelled up real big, and my calf wouldn't turn it on, so I couldn't really stick my landing like I wanted to. And they're convinced that that's when I started pulling off with my front side and my front my front arm real bad when I started to trying to having a having to try to create something instead of just letting my delivery work for itself. And, and, uh, that's just not how pitching is effective, effective. You know, you, you can't create velocity with your front side. All you can do is pull up, pull yourself off target. And, and, uh, my hip is my, my front hip is flying open. My, my front arm is flying open. So I'm, I'm telling you if I spent, one minute in front of the mirror and in the bullpen mound yesterday, I spent almost an hour and a half doing it. Um, just, just locking in my front side where it needs to be again and, and trying to get back on target. Cause, um, at this point it's not a fatigue issue. It's a, it's a, it's a mechanical issue, you know, and it's, that's the frustrating part is usually I'm able to make a, uh, an adjustment really quick. Um, and this one has been a little longer, you know, so uh, I think I just um, I got into some bad habits that uh, kind of snuck up on me, and so now now I'm correcting that, and so we'll see what happens. But um, yesterday in my little flat ground session, I was behind the baseball and, and driving the ball downhill for the first time in three weeks. So that's exciting. Now I just got to put it to work because because nobody cares about practice. You know, this is an Allen Iverson thing. This is, nobody cares <laughs> about practice. They want to see me put it into a game. Hey, Adam, how frustrating is that when you know it's just a minor detail or two and, and it's not uh, hitting the way you, you want it to and, and you know you, you feel like you know what it is, but it's still not getting there? How frustrating does that become uh, when you're not able to get it as quickly as you would like to? 
man, real frustrating because you know there's uh, there's been. And I'll tell you this: last year, 2021, I located my fastball very good. I was just, I was, I was just super solid with it. And as the game wore on, and as the season wore on, I got better and better. And this year, I've been very frustrated, not just lately, but really my whole season with my fastball command. You know, there's just been there's been opportunities for 40, 50 more strikeouts this year if I command the heater like I did last year. I mean, it, it could have just been a you know, there's no doubt in my mind I should be in the in the mid twos right now in the ERA, and instead I'm in the mid threes because because of fastball command. And um, you know, when I'm locating my sinker down and away to a righty or in up and into a lefty, then everything else falls in place. But because my my mechanic mechanical issue has not allowed me, it's, and this is something I've battled all year, um, but I, I was able to to have games where I where I fell back into the right position and make pitches uh, because I had to be conscious of that, that front arm just being soft and not pulling off target. Um, but this is, this is it, it kind of got bad at the end of the year there. And whether it was a knee thing or it was a, a, a something else thing, who knows? I really don't know. I can't say that's an excuse. I can't do it. I'm not going to. It doesn't won't make me any better and it won't make anybody listening feel any better about it so it doesn't matter but all i know is i know the correct the correction i'm just gonna have to be real conscious of it i've got a full week between starts here um to really spend time working on that so that's what we're gonna do we'll see what happens now adam i know we've talked about how much you you miss hitting any chance we get uh, uh we get ollie to put you in as a dh for for a game since the, the division is clinched we got some you know some things to look forward to but any chance we can get him to slide you in as a pinch hitter or, or dh for an entire game before the season ends listen i pulled him aside last <laughs> night <laughs> I pulled him aside and said, hey, here's the thing. I got, you know, a couple of extra days in between the start here. Tomorrow, we got a game we just clinched. You know, we, we got a game that, you know, a lot of guys are going to be playing positions probably they don't normally play. You know, some of the big dogs are going to be sitting out. Like, <clears throat> I feel like this is a great opportunity for me to go out there and get four at bats. You know, I just feel like it, I feel like it's a great thing. Um, and he looked at me and he said, absolutely not. Oh, no. <laughs> just right to my face, too. Like, there was no sugarcoating it. It was, just, uh, it was just right to the point and just brutally honest, and I couldn't stand it. <laughs> Last thing for Adam Wainwright. Georgia in Columbia, Missouri, to take on Mizzou on Saturday. A 28-point favorite. Do the dogs cover that 28? You know, listen, I know there's a lot of Missouri fans listening right now. But I just got bad news for you. (laughs) Oh, no. The the Georgia Bulldogs are, are a different beast. You know, last year we won the national title, and this year we're better. I hate to say it. You know, wait till you see these tight ends are running out there. Brock Bowers in Washington. These guys are they look like they ought to be playing in the NFL East, not thinking playing in the in the in the NFC East. I mean instead of of the of the SEC East. Like they they are these guys are animals. And our defense, I mean, you know, we've almost shut out everybody we played. So um I don't 
28. That's, uh, you better play hard. That's all I'm saying, you know, and I, and I say that with the most respect because if I was going to cheer for a second college team, it would be the Missouri Tigers. I think, you know, I just I owe that to Missouri. So it's hard for me to tell you that it's probably going to be a beat down. I apologize. You know? <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, Adam, this is our last visit of 2022, and uh, we can't thank you enough for joining us. And uh, we hope that we've done really good things for Big League Impact, and you do such great things for the community and for the world with Big League Impact. And we're thankful that you're a member of St. Louis, a member of the Cardinals, and a member of our show here on 101 ESPN. Yeah, thank you all for, for helping us um, throughout the year promote the things we're doing over there at Big League Impact. And thanks to Rawlings and RT Sports and Trophy Smack for helping us with the St. Louis football, fantasy football season. Um, and, uh, hey, oh, oh yeah, one one last thing, though, one last thing. And uh, one last thank you, too, is to Chick-fil-A um, because they've they have sponsored this Wednesday's with Wayno, did they not? I'm pretty sure yes. they did. Um, and... Uh, Tomorrow, to celebrate our, our season with Wednesdays with Wayno, they, uh, they have offered to do something incredibly generous for us. Um, if you order through the app tomorrow at any participating St. Louis area location, 25% of all mobile oral sales will go to Bigly Impact, all the way up to $10,000 raised. So tomorrow, please order off your phone, order for your whole office, order for everybody you can so that, uh, so that we can – uh, raise those good that good money from Chick-fil-A and, and go out and help more people. So thank you to Chick-fil-A. Thank you, uh, Randy, you and and, uh, and Carrie are awesome. And, and um, please give our girl a hug who's moved on in life and, and uh, to bigger jobs. Um, maybe not as cool because she's not working with you anymore, Randy. But, I appreciate but, uh, that. <laughs> I know Michelle's going to do great things up there. So, um but th- y'all were great for us, and we appreciate it. Thanks a lot. All right. Have a great day. We'll see you on the weekend, and uh, have a great postseason. We're looking forward to an, to uh, 12 and 22 here in St. Louis. That's it. Appreciate it, guys. See you. Thanks, I'm going buddy. back to bed. <laughs> you do that. <laughs> see you later. Adam Wainwright, a very tired Adam Wainwright with us on 101 ESPN.